into the online broadcast network. AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after show entertainment. Johnson. AfterBuzz TV. The destination for TV superfans. Producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Good show opening music. Good show opening music. Yeah, oh, great. Guys, thank you for tuning in to the after show here for The Grinder, starring Rob Lowe. Guys, uh, if you haven't already, go to youtube.com slash afterbuzztv and subscribe. Go to iTunes, find Afterbuzz The Grinder. Give us a five-star rating and a comment, and we'll give you a shout-out on the show. Today, we're talking about season one, episode two, entitled, A Hero Has Fallen. Dun, dun, dun. Um, joining me <laughs> on this panel tonight, you don't know who the hell I am. I'm uh, I'm senior producer Stephen Lemieux uh, of AfterBuzz TV. You can catch me on Popcorn Talk and all that other stuff. You can find me on Twitter at Stephen Lemieux. But joining me, the table would not be complete without my hand going like this over mm. and over again. Mm. Mm. Love it. That's true. Lemieux. Without Emily Crotto. Why? Wow, what an introduction. Thank you so much. Another good last name. Yes, it is. Crotto... Crotal, crotal. It's either way. Crotal. Crotal. Joining us on the show today, we have Stephen over there. Oh, good accent. Yes, yeah, Stephen Helmkamp. It's a and tough one, but it's Leslie a good one. Leslie Ambry's here. Sorry to cut you off, Stephen. Just really wanted everyone to know my name. Hi, Leslie. Damn, that's some Rob Lowe-ish right there. <laughs> Cutting people off to get your name out there. I got, you know, I watched both episodes today. I got to say something about this show. I really love Rob Lowe. Like, period. As an actor, he is one of the most entertaining people to watch on the screen ever. If you ever watch Californication, brilliant in that. Uh, in the Behind the Candelabra, uh, the, the, the documentary. The drug dealer, or he's yeah. like the drug dealer. He, he's he like the, the Hollywood drug diet guy. And his drugs And his face is like tied back yeah. with like, sur- <laughs> it's hilarious. He's, he's always playing the over actor. Yeah. And in this show, it's no different because what do we put Rob Lowe in a in a position to play that he'll excel at and make it hilarious? Yeah. An actor that's done acting in his shows over. So basically, he is. Um, I'm not going to say it, but that guy from Grey's Anatomy because I don't want to spoil it for anyone. Yes, yeah. I think that comedy yeah. is so much harder to do than drama, and it really just shows yeah, Rob Lowe's talent he's as great. an actor mm-hmm. because he's so funny and he does it in such a melodramatic way for this show. But then on the other shows. He's funny in, a, in an entirely different way. Yeah, um, I really take offense to that. Oh, <laughs> why? And I'm going to tell you why. Please lay it on me. But what if I didn't? But what if you did? <laughs> but what if I didn't? Is it impossible? Nothing's impossible. Grind a rest. Grind a rest. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Emmy over here. Well, he's doing Grind so much right now. He's the voice of mm-hmm. the main character in Moonbeam City on Comedy Central. He's also doing this show, which is probably it's it's great because you look at the pilot and you can see how the characters a little bit different and they're a little bit older now because yeah. it doesn't seem like they filmed this back to back to back to back. It really feels like a comedy pilot. Oh, it got picked up. All right, let's give one haircuts. Let's everyone let's <laughs> give one back. That's what I was thinking yeah. too. Exactly. And, like they didn't know this was coming. And the episode <laughs> opens right on like. the nose with showing the pilot of the Grinder series. We opened last week with the series finale, mm-hmm. yep. and now we open with the with the pilot. And they say, you know what? 
the pilot's good, and I, I feel like we really don't live up to it ever again in the series. Yeah. So you know what? They really don't set themselves up for high expectations in this show, which is great, because when you set yourself up for high expectations, they're usually dashed to pieces off us. So... Overall, what did you guys think? I know, right? What what did you guys think of the episode overall before we break it down? I loved it. I thought it was funny. I thought even at the beginning, how when they're making like poking fun at like the TV industry and saying, "Oh, in the second episode, it's really hard to come back," and then you see them preface that, and then they actually do come back with some great comedy, with great writing, and just introducing new guest stars that are going to be great. That you can kind of see the tension between them. So I loved it. Mm-hmm. I thought they did a really good job. I mean, I love, in the first episode, they do poke fun of the Hollywood actor and Hollywood, mm-hmm. in a sense, in total. And then in the second episode, like you said, they are kind of poking fun of themselves again. Like, oh, we're probably not going to top the pilot. But they do. Mm-hmm. They come right over the top, and um, they nailed it. They introduced some good guest stars where, obviously, there's going to be a nice little love dynamic going mm-hmm. on between Claire and Dean. Claire is very gorgeous. Like, ridiculously. Beautiful. Yeah. She walks in, you're like, Really pretty. She kind of looks like <laughs> that girl from Orange is the New Black, but like yeah, I was thinking that. Thinner, I was, right? I was like, is that her? Like, she just looks too good to be. Does her. she lose like a lot? Some some weight? I don't think it's her. It's not her. Not her. <laughs> not her. But looks like her. Um, or just misogynistic assholes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like Rob yeah, exactly. so we're good. No, so I, I'm like, a girl, Whoa. and I can admit she's a babe. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, there you go. They do mention in the... In the <laughs> I just was like staring at her teeth the whole time. <laughs> oh yeah, her teeth were just phenomenal. <laughs> they're just like, they, yeah, <laughs> they're nice so stare, good. you know? So Smile. They mention in, in the episode, Rob, uh, Rob's character, Dean, is just like, yeah, it's really, it's not easy to have a show get picked up, then do a complete overhaul with the story and blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, they threw out the cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, they threw out the cards with Stewart's yeah. character. They made him a little bit more outspoken. They didn't keep him as that very, very shy guy. They kind of gave him more of a personality. Um, and we see that through Dean's relationship with the family and how we focus on Stuart through how Dean is affecting the family. So, as a breakdown, we have Dean is really kind of being the cool uncle to the son. Uh, what's his name? You guys? Ethan. Ethan. Ethan yeah. yeah. So the son is listening to everything Dean says and taking it as sage advice, sage wisdom. Because honestly, if anyone is your uncle and they're from Hollywood and they're like an actor, you're like, oh, this is really cool. Especially when you live in Idaho. Yeah. Yeah. So unless it's Idaho. unless he's like an actor dressed as a potato, you're probably going to love him. Yeah. So no offense, Idaho, by the way. The best thinking comes out at 3 a.m. So you know what? The kid's going to stay up till 3 a.m. to do his homework. Mm -hmm. You know what? It's great to have a girlfriend and a boyfriend together because I'm fighting for love. (laughs) So you know what? They can be together. Totally. Mm -hmm. So Stuart's interpretation of this is, I'm always the dick. Yeah. Well, it's funny when he has that realization when he's on the toilet at 8 a.m. watching it on the iPad. He he comes in and sees his kids watching an episode of The Grinder, and then he hears the pessimistic pinkest guy uh, mm-hmm. from from the show and he realizes like that connects with him like oh my god that's me i'm in an episode of the grinder and i am the negative naysayer the no man I, and that's yeah. like kind of the change in Stuart, and we start to see his character art kind of come up a little bit and then we start to see his change in the dynamics with everyone else in the family yeah i think it's kind of sad because it's like someone ha- it's like come on Stuart, just get your head together someone has to be you you know, someone has to be telling your kid not to stay up until at three in the morning, and then you find him sleeping in spaghetti. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Yeah. It's good to have the cool uncle because the parents can't be that. Yeah, mm-hmm. most kids get kind of 
screw you in the head from their parents trying to be their best friend. Because it just doesn't work. Right. They need some authority figure. Exactly. You know what? Mm-hmm. On some things, they can kind of bend the rules because their uncle doesn't. They they like to use familial figures as um, representations of what they should be able to do. And that's exactly what they're doing right now. If he does it, I should be able right. to do it too. Right. Well, and I feel like you as an adult and a parent have to be wiser. And I feel like Stuart is. That's why I was confused that he's like, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, we see that. We yeah. see the benefits of Stuart being the naysayer that he is because he provokes Dean to come and win that case. Put yeah, a miracle. Exactly. He realizes, actually, I should be Pincus and tell him it's impossible. Right. No it's one not can do happen. it. Mm-hmm. Not a lawyer on this planet could win this case. And that ends up winning them the case because you just lit the fire under Dean right. and realized yeah how to utilize Dean's talents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So but couldn't you kind of like, I would, in a way, I guess, like I said last week, I kind of feel bad for Stuart and even in this one because, I mean, yeah, he gets to be the guy who pushes him and says that it's impossible. And I mean, I feel like anyone could do that because you see Claire at the end say, oh, it's impossible. We're never going to like be together. And he's like, oh, but is it? Right. And then you see <laughs> Stuart. Does um, she say that on purpose, by the way? I don't think so. No. It, no, it she, just, it's, it's one just of those show. things. It's I know, a, but wouldn't that be beat. funny if you did? Oh, what if she did? <laughs> it's yeah. impossible. Don't mm-hmm. chase me. See ya. Don't give me bananas. But I would, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Love There's a story behind story. that. No. That's the after after show. That's the, you need yeah. to get rid of fruit and you're on the street and Emily walks past you. It's the you. after after show. She'll take it from you. And she'll give you her number for so, taking it for you. Guys. So the more yeah. you know. Here you go. Here you go. Some oranges and apples. Oh my goodness. I think I think it's sad when there's a character that doesn't realize it though. And that's the thing. That's what mm-hmm. they they make a change yeah. with Stewart because Pincus is obviously a super unlikable character. Mm-hmm. I mean, you if you watch that show, you're like you're never going to cheer for Pincus. Yeah. But if if you make Stewart the Pincus, but make him self realize, I am the negative one, and I'm doing this On for purpose. a reason. Yeah. I'm not that's just right. being negative. It's just I have to do it to keep him in check and to keep my kids in check because, mm-hmm. I mean, if your it's uncle like own it. You know, if your uncle tells your kids to do drugs and you say just don't do heroin, yeah. they're probably going to smoke weed. But if you don't say anything, they might do heroin. There has to be a voice mm-hmm. of reason, yeah. and you you just made a really good point. I mean, him having that self realization of okay, I am a little bit of a negative Nancy, but I am going to be the voice of reason does make him a likable character. But he can keep himself in check a little bit to this yeah. point right. too, because even again they threw out the cards, so I don't know if they meant that as a character development stage. Is he's kind of. Dean has helped him out of that stage right. that he doesn't need the cards I anymore yeah. or if it's really just the writers being like we don't want to be beholden to these cards that make him very inhuman right now mm. Mm. so yeah I noticed that too and I think that yeah I guess he just got over it you know with the last case mm-hmm. I guess yeah. you know I think I there's know. one thing we can all agree on right now though mm-hmm. is that um, the boyfriend's a douche Oh, definitely. Totally. The boyfriend's <laughs> always a douche uh, in these types to, of shows. He needs to go. He's yeah. like, go uh, stewman. Yeah, you're blocking my car. <laughs> like, the boyfriend's always a douche in these types of shows. I don't think shows. anyone on this panel me. could have done a better impersonation. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> just nailed that. Grazie. <laughs> Book that role. Grazie. <laughs> yeah, so, he's a douche. But yeah. that, how funny was that case, though, when he comes in and pulls the miracle and wins that case? Yeah, so he wants yeah. to attack love. Yeah. Or no, he wants uh, to defend, defend love. Yeah. yeah. I was, I was like, like, wait, wait, wait. No. So we we enter basically this is the this is the the grinder version of the Chewbacca defense from South Park is is the defense that nobody can argue oh. with. Oh, I do. I, I can't. Is, I'm sorry. <laughs> 
they admitted to it. They completely admitted that they mm-hmm. knew about the policy and they did it and they left and it's fine. But what if it wasn't? Right. It's so he he wins the oh. case by basically being annoying and threatening to take filibuster, up, basically uh-huh. taking yes, threatening exactly. to take up weeks of people's time. And yeah. the employer is just like, I don't even have time for it anymore. Screw it. I'll yeah. hire them back. What else? I've got to. By get the stuff way, to do. I kind of I was thinking that was going to happen. Whenever he they were they saw those cases, I was like, oh, this is going to be one of those where he just is going to give in. Just lays it on him. Yeah. And I love how small and insignificant the cases are. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. but um, it's such a huge win for May first. Do you remember when Claire spilled coffee on her pants? <laughs> what was she wearing? What was she wearing? It's like, what's yeah. going on? What was Emily wearing when your client handed her banana outside of After <laughs> Buzz TV Studios? Could you imagine having to go through that day by day for years of employment as these two people worked for? Well, it was only two years. <laughs> still, every That's day? Still a long That's time, a lot. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, why do you have to remember it, though? Why does he have to say? He just would have to say, yes, I do. It's basically or, because it could still technically be evidence yeah. because it's an employee-based case. It's like right. every event prior to their relationship can pertain to them being in a relationship, can be an event in which their relationship could have negatively affected other people. So everything could technically be included in evidence. Only an idiot would want to include everything in evidence. Right. Yeah. But And spend all that time. Yeah. So you got the guy for an hour, you gotta just make it it's funny because they're using some writing tactics they use in Better Call Saul. I do the after show for that when Mm -hmm. it's around. Um with finding clever things in the law and in Better Call Saul, it's a bad lawyer finding these things. In this, it's just an actor who played a lawyer finding these things. I know. But there's still kind of loopholes that people don't really exploit because it's just kind of stupid. But it takes a normal person to kind of find yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Not that it would definitely work in real life. I'm not saying that at all. As Claire clearly stated, like, you're an actor and you're not a lawyer. And it's funny yeah. to see her kind of agree but with Stuart on a, lot, on a lot of things, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's good to have the it's good to have the straight face character. Yeah. Um, we didn't really have that because the uh, wife kind of buys episode, into yeah. some things too much. Stuart buys into other things, but yeah. nobody listens to him. The kids are all buying into Dean. The dad is buying into Dean. So much so that it doesn't make sense. Right. You're like, how the hell does this guy run a law firm if he's just going to, like, trust his idiot actor son with yeah. everything? So having that character to bring you back down to Earth, uh, she is the anchor to the planet where you're like, no, yeah. it's a sh- yeah. I-, I didn't really like it. It was nice to see Stuart kind of have that, like, beacon of light saying, like, I'm not crazy. I'm not the only one who thinks this is completely <laughs> yeah. ridiculous yeah. and my actor brother thinks he's a lawyer and is actually trying cases with me. <laughs> it's cool to see Stuart kind of have that win. But yeah, you, where are you guys from? I'm from Florida. From Florida. Pensacola LA. Beach. LA. LA. Illinois. Bougie. Southern. Hey. Okay, so. <laughs> oh, nice. Not from the hood. Emily and Steve, I don't know about Midwest. you. Mm-hmm. You know, in small towns, like, people who get just some level of recognition just become heroes. Oh, that yeah. happens. Um, I'm from here. <laughs> I'm from Cary, North Carolina. <laughs> and when Clay Aiken got second place in American Idol, there was a mural. He was touring in the oh, state dude. parade and oh, all that. Oh, my gosh. So imagine yeah. somebody who had, like, several seasons of a show on television that everyone watched. Everyone from the town knows him. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's going to be interesting when they take this show outside of Idaho. 
Because yeah. I feel like they have to at some point. They have to get on a case that takes them to the Supreme, Supreme Court, Court, and that's got to be the season. Mm. That's got to be the season finale. Is they're mm. at the Supreme Court and something happens. Well, mm. and there's a, there's a good chance where he could get schooled like he did by Claire, you know, before the final mm-hmm. case where he threatened to take up everyone's yeah. time. That was actually kind of cool to see Rob kind of go into his depression. Rob Dean, but yeah. to see him get schooled I, because it's been yeah. such a coast for him uh-huh. all the way so far. Everything's been lolly dolly and everything's been working out so fine. Mm-hmm. And then he really meets a tough lawyer who calls him out and kind of makes a little fool out of him in I the I like room how they played it too because you can hear the, all the, the melodramatic music and you're, it's like you're in his brain, you know? Like that's all <laughs> I can hear right now. It's like, leave me alone. He's completely at rock bottom. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's rock bottom. <laughs> and I love rush? what he does. Did anyone notice this? Like, yeah, yeah. I want to go to the batting cages. And he created he... his own montage <laughs> yeah. of depression. It's such a like, cliche yeah, exactly. of like sad movie montages. He's like, I can't even hit the ball. On a bus. And then, <laughs> yeah. And then there was something else, though. Oh, was he? No, he was just sitting in an armchair. And then he finally has to get up. And it's like the slowest get up that you ever Oh, the see. wife comes by. Yeah. He walks by the kitchen table and is talking in the yes. corner. Everything he does is blocking movements. The guy yeah. doesn't act like a human. He's mm-hmm. blocking his exactly. life. Where are you going? Well, it's <laughs> like he's been such a table. melodramatic actor on this show for so mm-hmm. long. That's like carried over to who he really is in his real life. And Dean, outside of the Grinder TV show, he's this melodramatic human being. Yeah, it's he's hilarious. Pretty much, he's pretty much his character. So much Wait, outside of the Grinder TV show, outside of the Grinder TV show about the Grinder TV show. Yeah, we just went like deep, deep. Well, in dude, our, I think we should have. I think there should be a commercial like. You don't want to be this melodramatic Rob Lowe. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I've been DirecTV. Hi, I'm Rob Lowe from The Grinder, and I have DirecTV. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ro- I'm Dean from who plays Rob Lowe, who yeah. plays The Grinder, and I have ball. Yeah, it's like that's perfect. Oh gosh. Um, I was in a Dairy Queen commercial, and so my in St. Louis, they put me on the radio. I was that's in, like the grinder thing. I did a Jack in the Box commercial. I said, it's delicious and it's original. I got five grand for eating a burger. So lucrative. <laughs> I know it. LA, yeah, welcome. Yeah, um, we got to talk about the scene in the, in the yeah. theater though, real quick, where yeah. he's just like, pit rock bottom. I was like, I don't, I think people might have it worse than you someplace. Like, oh, you yeah, mean people AIDS? with AIDS. AIDS. Oh well, my God. Well, not really it, anymore. Not a good, not a good example. Oh yeah, because there's treatments for it. It's manageable. Yeah, it's not really a death sentence like it nah, used to yeah. be. It's yeah. just no compassion. <laughs> He's I great. Just that. his ignorance, like, yeah, like his situation is comparable to AIDS. You know what it reminds that's, me of? That's what he aligns it with, <laughs> dude. It reminds me. I'm not even kidding. You, you're gonna think this is crazy, but born supremacy. You know, they ingrated it in his mind, and I feel like it's just ingrated. So anytime it, he hears a code word like impossible, yeah. it triggers his mm, superhero. I think. I think oh, sorry, go ahead. I think it's more like when they were talking about this show, they're like, all right, let's take Rob Lowe, who already just likes to be the melodramatic actor. Let's make him a Zoolander of a law show and let's put him back with his brother's family, who is a real lawyer. Yeah. And there you go. You have Zoolander living with his brother, who's a real (laughs) intelligent model or something like that. I mean, that's (laughs) Mm -hmm. kind of the premise for the show. It works out really well. I'm trying to see what we forgot to go over. You have other lawyers, depression. We talked about that a little bit. Um, That's all I can see. And the conclusion. Uh I mean, the conclusion is they hire Claire at the law firm. uh, mm -hmm. And that's great because every lead needs a female interest, or if it's a female lead, needs a male interest. A love dynamic there. You know what I mean? It keeps the people watching. In the first Mm -hmm. episode, I was wondering. But do they? Well, 
Are we going in this do they don't they thing? All right, let's do it. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> okay, we missed it. We missed it. We missed it's the beat. It's a little overplayed. Dude, yeah. I just was going to say, okay, <laughs> Ben Savage, he totally said this line before in Boy Meets World. He was like, I thought I'd find you here. When he's talking to Rob Lowe, you know, he totally said that to Topanga whenever he goes in her dorm room and he's like, I thought I'd find you here. Did you know that? I bet Fred watches his brother's work and steals. Mm-hmm. Hey, yo. Maybe. You know what? Keeps I, it all in the family. No, I just meant to say Fred. And did you, <laughs> yes. did you mix that up? I totally did. I was a did. little confused there, but <laughs> you're good. Fred, you're good. Yeah, Fred, one of his lines that he said the show, he totally has said that in another show, isn't it? Tomato, tomato. Yeah, to, you know. It's kind of cool. I just kind of want to see um, what Dean does to pursue Claire and like see the really idiotic things that he goes through just to kind of get her to go out on one date with him. I think that's going to be like the new highlight of the show. Oh, that'd be great. His pursuit of her mm-hmm. and the ridiculousness things and the way he acts is going to be so funny because, again, like you said, she's such a straight face. Yeah. And she doesn't mm-hmm. really like his show, doesn't really is not googly going all over him being the celebrity in town. So, I think it's going to be funny. I think they'll they'll play on it a little bit, but I don't want them to focus too heavily on it cuz I feel like uh it's co- it's becoming a little bit case of the week, which I yeah. think is great for I comedy, like but mm-hmm. if they focus too much on Claire, it's going to lose balance if they focus too much on Stuart. I think keeping Stuart as the main character without giving uh, Rob Lowe's character, the spotlight too much is mm-hmm. better. Even though it's called the grinder, Rob Lowe's the star of it. Mm-hmm. It's not interesting to learn about Rob Lowe. Mm-hmm. If you learn too much about him, he will become uninteresting. Mm. It's about how he affects the other characters, yeah, and that's what I makes agree. the show interesting. And how he deals with being in situations that he should not be in. Yeah. But if we like learn that, if he ever like. If they, we ever open up the character to the fact that he is not completely confident in himself or anything like that, mm-hmm. it'll lose its charm. I agree. Does I, that make sense? Yeah. No, it's well um, said. The dad. I love him. But I like how Dean affects him, too. Because... Uh, no, it's his son. He's just happy. Yeah, yeah. No, but in the case room, he's like, you dirty son of a bee. <laughs> Where's that coming from? Got him going. Just it's intense. Father I mean, angry. His, he gets it. From. His father gets intense when it comes to love. You know why? Because yeah. love is very relatable. And you know what? We've all done something crazy for love. Chances are that if you have a, if you don't have a crazy ex, you are the crazy ex. Mm. And when Rebecca Bunch has always been a little crazy about one special guy, her very first love, then she gets a second chance ten years later when she meets him again. It's a journey to figure out what she really wants, who she really is, and if it's okay to check someone's Facebook 60 three times a day. Starring and co- created by internet sensation Rachel Bloom, she can sing, she can dance, she can imagine a world where both in public is completely normal. Kind of sounds like Emily Credell a little bit. <laughs> um, the new series I like, I do this like USA Today says maybe Fall's most promising comedy is Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. It's something to sing about, guys. You can check out the trailer at CWTV.com, the incredible new series Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. It is um, sorry, I'm totally like Getting spit in my mouth, guys. Yeah. Series <laughs> premiere. I need a yeah. Series premiere is Monday, October twelfth at eight seven central on the CW. Again, guys, check out Crazy Ex Girlfriend if you really like the grinder. You're going to enjoy this show. Mm. Monday, October twelfth at eight seven central on the CW. Um, you guys think it's ready for predictions? I think so. Yeah. All right, let's, let's get into get predictions. Slow. Hey, cash cap theme. Really? No, I don't know. I don't see Not today. There we go. There she is. And there she blows. Totally tripped me out the first time that happened. I was like, what? <laughs> Felt like the room was like, the door was about to go open or something. 
Predictions. I predict that it's a pretty bad idea to accept bananas from strangers and then give them your number. Uh, agreed. And Confirmed. eat the banana. Don't forget that. Objection. Are we, f- are we four for... F- that's hearsay. hearsay. Uh, overruled. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what if I passed out? <laughs> oh, Predictions, guys? Banana. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think that... I think that they are going... The next case, since they've been getting all of these cases... Mm-hmm. I think the next case is going to be not a small case. I think it's going to be a, a big case and that they're going to have... It's not going to be solved in one episode. That's what I think. But what if it was? But what if it wasn't? God, so dumb. I believe that the love dynamic will obviously blossom. I believe that Dean is going to pull off another ridiculous miracle and win another case in some absurd fashion. Because that was just too entertaining for it not to happen again. That's my prediction. Grind your rest. <laughs> Love how dramatic it is. Um, I predict there's going to be a little bit more we're going to see of Lizzie's boyfriend and maybe a little more camaraderie with him and Dean and kind of put him to rest and have him stop being on the episodes. The douche? No, yeah, the douche needs can't. to go. Dude, I, think, I think Lizzie's going to go. With guest stars. I think Lizzie's going to break up with him. She's going to. I think Lizzie's going to go against her dad and go... And maybe the next case will be she gets kidnapped because she tried to go over to her boyfriend's Let's house. check that banana that she now ate earlier, we, maybe. Now we're switching over <laughs> to like a CSI that? episode here. I'm going to tell you what happens on the next episode of us. The Grinder. Lay some truth on us. On the next episode of The Grinder, Stuart's going to be pushed to the limit. Oh, God. He's going to realize that his son and his daughter look up to Dean more than him. Wow. Oof. The straw that breaks the camel's back. Is when Dean is found sleeping with his wife. No, not kidding. I'm oh. totally, totally kidding about we that. We went heavy, <laughs> but got dark there for a minute. A we need to put Stuart in a position where Dean has to defend him in court. Ooh, ooh. 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 Stuart gets caught red-handed on something. Oh, I don't like oh. new writer over here for the. I think grinder. something. Yeah. I think something Hi, in Stuart's. Guy. Actually, I think it'll be something Dean does that doesn't realize is uh, perjury or something like that. And oh, it's going to put Stuart in hot water, and Dean's going to be the one who has to get him out. Dean's got to come to the rescue. Yeah, Dean's going to come to the rescue, but it's yeah. going to be Stuart who ends up in the position yeah. because of Dean. But Stuart might not that know that. That makes more sense. Okay, because I, I was like, I didn't agree with the first. That makes more sense than all of us combined. <laughs> Season <laughs> producer, everybody. No, I was thinking the first thing you said didn't where Stuart has to get him out because didn't you say that first? Emily accepted no, a banana so. from a stranger today before the show. I cannot accept any predictions from Emily today. She has been prediction lockdown. Fair warning. Uh, that's our show for the day. Guys, where can we find you on Twitter? Um, you can find me at Leslie M. Ambrose. Tweet away. I don't know. My, hand, my handle's under construction right now. I believe it's still my name, Stephen Helmkamp. Weird. At Emily Crodel, like Yodel, on Instagram, <laughs> Twitter, and Facebook. And you guys can find me on Twitter at Stephen Lemieux, S-T-P-H-E-N-L-E-M at U-X. And go ahead and check out the Popcorn Talk Network for all your movie news. I'm starting Disney movie news next Wednesday at 9 p.m., always live every week. Check it out, guys. We'll see you guys next week for Season 1, Episode 3 of The Grinder. Grinder Rest. Grinder Rest. Buenas noches. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The Grinder Rest.
The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.